Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. start the program off it's monday albuquerque you know what that means it means the boys are here well sort of van's not here van's not here okay so what that was joining us on the program jake cassio also making the show go around amory castillo what that was it's this banger from like the 1950s by this guy named paul evans so a friend of the show sent me this over the weekend and it's the best piece of music that I've ever heard in my life. You have a theme song now. I now have a theme song about seven little girls sitting in the back seat, hugging and a kissing on Fred. And I've listened to it a hundred times over the weekend. Make sure you keep them hands on the wheel, man. Hey, <laughs> keep your Snoopy eyes. <laughs> so this friend of the show sends it to me. And they're like, are you familiar with this? And I go, I'm not. It's now my favorite thing. How many times have you listened to it? A hundred. Yeah. You have the whole song memorized. It's, a two, it's two minutes and 15 seconds. I can do the whole thing. Wow. So I, so I sent it to Amory this morning and she goes, well, this is, this is disrupting the whole day. <laughs> I like it. I need to find something for myself now. going to be good. Good sports weekend. Big thank you to everyone who came out to the big back to school drive. We get, It was something like 500 backpacks gave away. Dang. That yeah, was crazy, dude. So many vendors out. We did that out at the Sheriff's Posse thing over there off. Second way oh, out there. You know I saw about? the Instagram post. Yeah, yeah. second in Alamo But yeah, it was too much fun. Had so much fun out there. Big thank you to the Y. Big thank you to UNM who came out. The Ice Wolves are out there. You know how I feel about the Ice Wolves. Yeah. They're a top-tier organization. Big thank you as well to Locker 505 who had us out. Steve Stucker who came on the program. It Steve was, Stucker was out there? He was there? just a dude. Like the whole thing was as fun or as most fun as you could possibly have. Hey, Marie, how was your weekend? Did you see Barbie? Uh, no, I didn't see Barbie. So what are you like waiting for me to go? Like, what's up? But I did hang out with Darby. That's kind of like Barbie. I saw, I've seen both of the movies. They're great. I'm going to see Barbie this week, though. I think the boys will take more out of Barbie than the girls will. What does that mean? Um, I just, I just want to be Ken. I want to be Ken from Barbie, and there's you got to watch the movie to get the the theme. But I'm Ken. You mean you want to be Ryan Gosling, yeah, like I, a jacked yeah. Ryan Gosling? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I actually found his workout plan online, and I, I'm starting to follow it. Will you forward that to me? Yeah, Thank I will. You. Super scrawny, worthless Ryan Gosling from Remember the Titans? Not for me. No. Ken Ryan Gosling? Literally me. <laughs> Who does? Crazy, it? stupid love. Ryan Gosling. What is that? 
You've never seen that movie? Of course I have not. So good. Now, the best Ryan Gosling is uh, Drive or uh, Place Beyond the Pines. As far as films? Yeah, his movies. Ooh, that's a hot take. Remember the Titans was very good, but I guess that's not really a Ryan Gosling flick. That's, no, not really. That's a Hayden Pinheiro film. She played the little kid. Great movie though, but uh, it won't. It's it's no Barbie. That's Blade sure. Runner slapped. Oh yeah, twenty forty nine. That was awesome. I didn't see the Notebook. Is the Notebook good, Amory? No, no. Well, I used to like it, and then um, I grew up, and it's like so toxic. I, I only it's seen the Notebook once. So toxic. What is Crazy Stupid Love? Oh, it's one of my favorites. Is that the one you just said? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Notebook. That's the Notebook. Crazy well, Stupid Love's a good one. You should watch it. Right, watch so, it with your watch it with uh, your friend. All right, hold up. There's kind of a lot of bangers here in a row for Ryan Gosling. I didn't realize he had it like that. Barbie banger. La La Land was a banger. Yep. Drive was a banger. Yep. Blade Runner was a banger. The Notebook, I think, did good money wise. I don't. I've never seen it. I got really drunk watching The Notebook. The only time I've seen it, I cried and it was. I was satisfied. Remember the Titans banger. The Nice Guys banger. Eh. Mids. Hmm? There's good, I mean, there's films here. There's a lot of films here. And he's never won an Oscar. Well, hold up. You know my opinion on awards. I don't care about awards. I've never won an award in radio. I've made a lot of money. I've never won an award. But you, if you got an award, you would you would present it highly. Me? Yeah. I would, I would question the organization that <laughs> gave it to me. I'm going to get you a trophy. I would say, are you sure? I don't deserve this. Please take it back. Yeah, this is this is not for me. <laughs> you don't know me. Broadcast awards are kind of neat because there's industry ones and then there's fan ones. I won like fan stuff before. Okay, like that's fine. Yeah, I think that's more important than like the the They're, industry ones. The respect to your peers. Yeah, that one. Those are so good. Like if you win, like the the opening drives won like five in a row, like sports show of the year. If you can win those, you're special. Like you're doing something special. Yeah, the industry sees you. I will never win that. They will win every year. <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm going to do anything in my power to support you in winning an award. Thank now. you for yes. that energy. I need that. Yeah, I'm here for you. We're going to turn this around. We're going to get you a trophy and it's going to have your name on it engraved by a laser. Somebody just sent me a list of all the different songs about all right, first of all, 505-246-0610. Thank you for texting the program. I now am looking at a giant list of songs about people named Fred and Freddie. This is kind of a thing I didn't know existed. I guess it's a popular name for songs. It's a popular name for songs, which I'm now learning. Okay, who knew? I'm just Googling Fred songs. Also, legally, my name is Manfred after Manfred Man and the Earth Band. I don't know if we've talked about this on Aeroton. That's that's what my, my parents were into that. That's what my name is from. I kind of get scared to call you Manfred. Why? Just because Fred is just so much more fitting for you. It's It's my name. Yeah. Well, it's Manfred, but... Legally... No one calls me that. No one in the whole world. Do you want people to call you that? No, I guess not. My dad does. Also, a little update on my dad. Just got through his fifth round of chemotherapy, guys. Let's go. That's huge, man. Congratulations to you, Pops. You know what he said to me the other day? He says, hey, I feel like crap. So I can only imagine how bad that cancer's feeling. (laughs) Yeah. Way to go, Dad. That makes me want to, like, run through a brick wall. Yeah. He should be a coach. Well... I mean, he doesn't know anything about sports, but... That's okay. You, you just got to be motivational. Speaking of cancer, rest in peace, Paul Rubens passed away today. TV's Pee Wee Herman. Oh, uh, that guy? 
Yep, that guy. <laughs> he uh, he wears the the suit and he has the the red bow tie, right? I would say if I was on the radio and I was speaking like adequately, I would say he has an iconic look. Yeah, that's what I would say. That's all I know about him. Starch bright white shirt. Pee Wee's Big Adventure, banger. Absolute banger of a film. Might be a perfect film. Never seen it. I know what I'm doing with my evening, though, now. Incredibly good. Incredibly good. So passing away, Paul Rubens. Tough loss. Rest in peace, Pee Wee Herman. He kind of changed the game. He was like a big inspiration. He also, this is a bit part, this is a little bit of a niche reference, and I know talking to you two, you won't get it. He played the waiter in Blues Brothers. I've no, seen I Blues Brothers. Okay. I didn't know it was him. He's so incredibly good. Got into some weird stories after his Pee Wee years. Pee Wee's Big Adventure Banger. The TV show, though, Pee Wee's Playhouse, that was like, for me as a kid, a big deal. Amory, did that hit you? You're just a shade younger than me. Just a shade. Yeah. You've never even seen that. You don't know nope. any idea what we're talking I, about. Yeah. No idea. I, uh, I watched a whole different brand of TV shows as a child. Me and my little sister have talked about this, where all the like cartoons and stuff she watched as a kid, they were all made in like Japan. And like all the cartoons I watched as a kid were not. They were made here like in the United States. I, that's actually a pretty solid point. I yeah. watched a lot more Japanese cartoons, I think. Yeah. Like not po- even Pokemon, realizing. Pokemon, yeah. po- Power Rangers. And I didn't watch any of that stuff. Yeah. Transformers, all that. I was hanging out one night with the Red Ranger. Are you familiar with him? Uh-uh. Jason, Jason? Da- yeah. Jason David Frank. So he's from Roswell, New Mexico. Oh. I don't know how well that's known. The Red Rangers in New Mexican? From Roswell. That's crazy. Right. And he's talking to me and he's bringing up like a bunch of like Power Rangers stuff. And I go, I, dog, that's, I'm not your target audience here. Like I don't, I watch zero of that. And I can talk about Pee Wee's Playhouse all day. The Pink Ranger was, was something special, man. I got a story for you off the air. Remind uh, me to tell you that. I, I'm making I, a little note right, right here. Write that down. Write that down. Pink Ranger story. <laughs> that's a weird story, too. I if bet it, the listeners really want to hear it. Because that's a child. Okay. Ooh. Should we do? Should that be the I-9 today? Of what? Like, 90s crushes. You got, like, Pink Ranger was a big deal. I was born in 99. So, mm, <laughs> can we just say. Right, early 2000s. Can too. we just say crushes? <laughs> <laughs> Your childhood list, way different than mine. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't know who Topanga is. I know who she is. Well, She's there a beautiful you go. woman. Just, you know, who would be on my list is uh, uh, the oldest daughter in Full House. What was her name? DJ Tanner. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, Candace beautiful. Cameron. Yeah, beautiful woman. Your list is like Jake Cassio. How old are you, 25? 24. Jake's list He's, is. You're 24? Yeah, I'm a, okay. I'm a no, child. Okay. Jake's list I could have done the math with 99. Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana, but whenever she's not wearing the wig, like boring Miley Cyrus that everyone ignored. I like blonde women, so I got to go the opposite like way. Like Lizzie McGuire? Okay. And Jennifer here, Lawrence, here's, Hunger Games. Here's the problem. With oh, your, wow, you are young. The problem with your attitude towards Hannah Montana is the exact problem with the show, where if you be yourself, everyone in the whole world ignores you. But the time that you glam up and put on a fake blonde wig and go out to entertain others, then you're the you're the sought attention of the country. You're the problem with America, Jake. You couldn't appreciate Hannah Montana for her homely self, hater. I think I'm what's right with America. We have to put out a big show. We got to do it the big way. Go big, go home. That's the way I interpret Hannah Montana with the wig. That's the American way. 
You got to put on, you got to razzle and dazzle the folks. We got to talk about sports today, too. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott is going to Oh, pick... you're in trouble. There's going to be a lot of NFL between it's me and Jake. It's all NFL yeah. today. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott's looking at a new team. We'll tell you which one and why it's weird. Also, Indianapolis said some dumb stuff, and then their handcuff got taken from them. So we'll go into deal, detail on that. Mark Jackson finally fired from ESPN. We'll talk to you about why I said finally after that. <laughs> I got a list of the highest paid wide receiver corps. I'm going to let you guys guess. I'm going to let you guys guess before I tell you what they are. Uh, I won't Google anything. No, please don't Google. And I'm going to tell you you're going to get them wrong because you will be surprised how much money is lost in this thing. Aaron Rodgers is running off at the mouth. I don't hate that at all. A little bit of Major League Baseball talk as we talk about guys moving for the trade deadline. Big week for the Ice Toast. Forrest Stolting will join us live in studio. We're going to talk about what's going on over at the ballpark this week. We're excited to be a part of it this Friday. You and Van this Friday, is that right? Uh, I don't think so. Say yes. Yes. So you guys are live from Ice Toast <laughs> Park this upcoming Friday. I will be in Detroit this weekend going with the WWE to do some SummerSlam stuff. So big thank you to they for having me out. Going to enjoy that to great length. Also, <sighs> Amory, your countdown says 38 days on the live stream. Facebook.com slash TalkABQ. Yes, but I can start betting on Thursday. It's actually three days until NFL football. Preseason. True. What is that song? Preseason. Seven little girls. Oh, yeah. That's, that's for when we come back seat. from commercials, my friend. Kissing on preseason football. Keep your hands on the ball. Jake, Fred was like, it doesn't count, Amory. Yes, it does. This is As of tomorrow, there is no more months without football. God bless America. Until February. Thank you, sir. I, I know wait. you're excited. I know. I've... I've been drooling at the idea of football. Same. Because there's two things guaranteed on Sundays. What is this? God and football. No. That's... Yep. Only thing is I don't believe in God. Uh, <laughs> you two are dogmatic about the NFL, though. Oh, we're, yeah. I know I know. Jake's like me, like red zone guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. You get... I'm a red zone guy, and then when my team's on, I have my laptop out with my team on my laptop. I have three TVs. So do I. Well, we have two and then a laptop. Are you guys not familiar with bars? I go to a no, bar for well, Bills games. You, you're lucky here, Jake, because at Revel, they have a Bills bar, but it's hard to find bars with NFL ticket now. All right, first of all, Howie's is a, is a Bills bar. No, I thought it was a Green Bay Packers it's bar. It's also a Green Bay Packers bar. That makes no Revel sense. Is, Revel is the Bills bar. I don't mess with them. Okay, well, that doesn't mean they're not a Bills bar, but Howie's, you guys do throw a great Monday night football party there. And it's a Bills bar. Okay. <laughs> It is now. Okay, a lot of, but besides Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football, it's really hard on Sundays to find a bar that plays NFL ticket, that has the NFL ticket. On or Sundays? Red Zone Or Red Zone. Yes. Some places have it. Like, it depends on, you got to know the spots. Or they, are they going to put on our teams? Probably not. They, you just ask them to. Yeah, that is, I, every time I ask for, like, a specific game, I always get and it. And this, and I'm not trying to overanalyze anything, with it going to YouTube now, it, it'll probably be really different. I hope. I well, hope so. Well, for bars and, like, commercial purposes, it's still through DirecTV. From the live chat, facebook.com slash talkabq, where's the Chicago sports sports bar? This is a good question. 505 is that a good question? Well, because I feel in the cities that I've lived in, there is usually a Chicago-based one. There is usually there's or a couple. Teams. I feel like the like the really big yeah, teams. old school popular teams always have, like, a central bar. But well, Albuquerque's different. It's weird. No, I bet it does exist here is what I'm saying. We just don't know because none of us are Chicago like fans. Spectators yeah. used to be a Ravens bar. See, I yeah. That's a good one. Up. 
That's a good one. I think they still are. The Chicago Bar is something weird, like something way out there somewhere. Text the program, 505-246. Where is that at? Yeah, tell us where all the team bars are at. Yeah. You know how many people I've gone with to watch Cardinals games over at Howie's Sports page? The answer is a lot. Like, Because that's the one I care about. Because there's Raiders and then, you know, the well, dominant see, teams are like Dallas, the Broncos, the well, Raiders. Hold up. You're only naming football. This is the question about the entirety oh, of a city. Because football is all that matters. But. There's only a handful of cities that have all the sports teams. Chicago in the Absolutely. mix, L.A. in the mix, New York, New York, New York. the state. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this is a good – all right, so from the no, live chat, sports bars that put up, like, the city flag as they yeah, play. You see, lot, you see a lot from soccer? Well, I lived in uh, New York, and every bar had a team. Yeah, that's how uh, – They had the blue and red stars from Chicago outside of something? No. Well, they had two Chicago bars, actually. I love that. I'm in on that. Yeah, New York, uh, like and every other block, weird. is a different team. Yeah. Bar. It was like sh- all Chicago teams and then like Michigan. And if you go, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> and then if you go to like inside a Chicago bar, the jukebox only has like Kanye on it. And you're like, okay, like this, this is the full experience. This is emulsion. I mean, Kanye is a visionary out of Chicago. Yeah. Uh, he, and, he lines up perfectly. It's with Kanye football. and the band Chicago. Yeah. That's all the only thing on oh the jukebox. God. That's the only people from Chicago. <laughs> Music-wise? Yeah. Chance the Rapper? Eh, he's. Did you listen to his last album? So here's the thing. I believe the best albums are different than actual best albums. I think there's this idiotic ideal that people name what people think is the answer. And I'm telling you, my best albums are ones that like influence me personally, and I have like strong personal and connection. And I think that's a beautiful thing there, Fred. So I have that with Tyler, the creator. Okay. That's it. I love Chance Ty- the Rapper. Did I say Tyler the Creator? Chance yeah, the Rapper. Yeah, Chance. Okay, what's your favorite Chance album? I guess Go Fish is the answer on that. Because I don't think I strongly identify by an entire album. But, like, like individual bangers, I'd be into that. But okay. it's all situational. Like, his last album was pretty bad. Where, like, literally one-third of it is just him going, I love my wife. Fallout Boys, Chevelle, Local Age. Chicago does produce some music. It might be the hottest music in, well... Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. Uh, I feel like Chicago was really big, like, you know, in, like, the 50s and the 40s. What? Jazz. Sorry, well, that's blues, though. Blues, that's different. Jazz, yeah. yeah. Like, St. Louis South is where it kind of changes there. Memphis. Yeah. Lots of sports talk whenever we get back. We're going to start with Ezekiel Elliott because, well, Cowboys fan cares. I'm going to tell you why you should stop caring because he doesn't care about you. Whenever we get back, it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Seven little girls sitting in the back seat. My mic's hot. This song's hot. This song sounds like the, the frog song. Like seven little frogs jumping around. Seven girls All together now. One, two, three. This is kind of... Who sent this to you? Friend of the show. Mm. This is a wild song. <laughs> it's from the album In Your Home Tonight, a 1961 release by artist Paul Evans. Would this be your walk-up song? Drove through the town, drove through the country, showed them how a motor could 
Show them how the motor could go. I'm in your house tonight is the name of the album, and it's a song about seven little girls in the back of a car. In your home tonight. One, two, three. The video is so creepy, by the way. The video produced also in 1961. It's creepy. This song is not creepy. I'm not trying to take away because I thought this was really nice jingle that friend of the show gave you, but it's creepy. If you go to the last, go to the last ten seconds of the song real quick. The best part is the very end. We're not going to make you sit through the whole thing. The last ten seconds is fire. It's the best thing you ever heard. Oh gosh. Okay, I'll make it a hotkey. <laughs> Wish I could be like Fred. Wish that I could be like Fred. I wanna Boop. I wanna see you perform this song now. Duh. Duh. In like a nineteen sixties suit. Did they wear fedoras though back then? When did that that's end? Not, that's not those are two different things. <laughs> fedoras and suits? Yeah, what you're it's not the same. All right, give me this update on Zeke Elliott. All right, so Zeke had dinner with Mac Jones. Who? <laughs> Mike Jones. So good at radio. And uh, they sat on the same side of the booth. What? No one else was there what from you, the picture that was taken what, by some random patron. What are you going on about? They were just on a little QB running back date. They're, that's not his quarterback. That's not his running back. Date. Not yet. Zeke makes the perfect sense for the Patriots, honestly. Oh, Absolutely. It's perfect. It's all about money, though. That's the problem with all these running backs right now. He had a really good workout. They need they need more weapons. I would just like to address this, too, on air. Make <laughs> rushing the ball great again. Will never happen. Okay. I just, From I the just quarterbacks. want... quarterbacks? <sighs> just boring. Good boo. One, boo. I believe in running the ball. I want a downhill oh, running back. You still have to run the ball. Yeah, but, like... It's just not going to be what it used to be, like one RB1 workhorse. When you it's going to be at, like four running backs on a team. When you look at some of the production, though, some of these guys have, like they make up up to like a quarter of like offensive snaps. What are you talking about? Running backs. No. That, no. that deserve it does. It, they deserve some at least a little bit more than what's happening. Stop blacklisting the running back. But I do think that Travis Etienne had the best comment about this running back situation the other day where he said you have to be adaptable and you have to work on your pass catching and it's more than just running the ball and just putting your head to the ground and just trying to get five yards now. You know, it's 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 a way different game. And, you know, he had the best approach on it. That's why C-Mac is the highest paid running back. I got a stat for you. I just found it. Oh, you're going to hit me with a stat. Are you guys ready for this? There has not been a Pro Bowl running back on a Super Bowl winning team since guess what year? On a Super Bowl winning team? Mm-hmm. There has not been. Uh, 2017. A pro? Who was that? Oh, but I was going to say with the Eagles. Nope. There has not been a Pro Bowl running back on a Super Bowl oh, winning pro team. Bowl. Uh, Is it Sean Thompson? Alexander? That's way back. That's 2002. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Saints. I got you. All right. There's been two. In the Marshawn last... Lynch is the Ooh, answer yeah. in 2013. Um, There's been 10 years. When they, and then the other one where they should have ran the ball. 
I have an, another stat for you. For uh, Ooh, that was a good in, one. In the last 20 years, who was the highest paid running back on a Super Bowl winning team? In the last 20? Yeah. It's got to be Marshall Falk. Mm-mm. Well, that's outside of 20 now. That's yeah. wild. Time flies. Let's say since 2000. Because that's but, 99. But Super yeah. Bowl winning, right? Yeah, Super Bowl winning. So if it's not Marshall Falk in 1999, then... So since 2003. Since 2003. Uh, Steelers? Nah, Leonard Fournette, one point uh, nine million. That's like nothing. Love yeah, bucks. Uh huh. Dang, it's man, a, you got got it's a, him. It's a worthless position. Um, uh, but no, no, it's not worthless because uh, it's important. Running backs are very important too, not just for rushing the ball, but for blocking too, which is Zeke Elliott's really good at, which they're gonna miss in Dallas. You know who else is really good at blocking? Who? A guy who wants it. <laughs> oh my. God. God. That's what football fans says, right? I think we need to fix the running back situation. It's not broken. What it's are you th- gonna get? A, what are you gonna get a Zoom call going over there? That's yeah, a good one. yeah. I think I am. I'm. I'm. I want the running backs to unionize separately from the players' Jason, association. Eckler, this is gonna happen with every position eventually. Uh, this is no five zero five two four six zero six ten. reach out to the program we're talking nfl running backs we're enjoying it with jake cassio and a marie here's what i'm t- saying you two you don't need a thousand yard rusher ever for anything anymore uh, eight of the last there haven't there hasn't been one in the super bowl in eight of the last 10 super bowl appearances yeah because Legarrette Blunt is a majority of those it's a good get and that's the point i'm trying to get to it has evolved out of it. You know what we don't do anymore? We don't make best friends with the center so we can put our so we can put our fingers underneath his rear. We stand seven yards back and we wait and they snap it through the air. The shotgun is the NFL now. We've evolved past the running back. Same way we evolved past the fullback, same way we evolved past the H back, same way we evolved past the wing T. I'll never give up on the fullback. You is Me he, neither. He gone. He gone. The fullback no, is one of the most. There's mo- still fullbacks in the league. Yeah. He gone. And they're great, too. You know what? You know what, Jake? I tried to explain to Fred. There's a fullback on the Minnesota Vikings. His name is C.J. Ham. What a great name, too. I know. And I, Kyle Juziak. And then ooh, from, and, yeah. And then the Bills have Reggie Gilliam. I just Googled NFL fullbacks, and a I, Christian James Ham does not even come up. Nope. He is one. C.J. Ham. I also forgot, Jake, that you guys have Latavius Murray. That's another good one. We do, and Damian Harris. Mike yeah. Allstott. So you're good. That's the last fullback. Mike Allstott. Legend. You I think, still need a running game. It's just not going to be it's not one as prevalent. running back. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's be... a three-running back system now, and mm-hmm. they rotate these guys. Which and you gotta You got to have a third down back. Very annoying for fantasy. You don't have to have those things. What you have to have is a guy that you that you draft in the first round out of, I don't know, let's make up a college, Wisconsin. And then he plays for a couple of years, but he fumbles too much. Then he asks for more money. So instead, How you take undrafted. I think he got hurt. And then you take undrafted Austin Eckler out of Western Colorado and the RMAC conference. I know I broadcast them. It's booty. And he gets to were go you- and become the starting running back in five minutes because it's such a terrible position. Were you just talking about Jonathan Taylor? No, I'm talking about uh, Melvin Gordon. Oh, yeah. years ago. I was like, who are you talking about? That's who I'm talking about right now. Oh. Austin Eckler was, well, I mean, some of the greatest players in the NFL are the guys that get to create, that don't get to create their opportunity. It's given to them and they make the most out of it. Now, those are not the greatest guys. 
Austin Eckler? No. Antonio Brown? No. Those are not the greatest guys. The greatest guys in the Tom NFL, Brady. that's who it is. Tom Brady is quarterbacks only. But Tom Brady didn't have a chance. What? Yeah, he was behind Drew Bledsoe. He only got in because Mo it's, Lewis? Next man up, it's next man up mm-hmm. opportunity. All right, here's why you're wrong. A guy like Bill Belichick doesn't accidentally put a dude on a roster. Bill Belichick knew from the start. And we'll keep breaking this down whenever we get back. Because Bill Belichick is everyone's father. Well, that's because Bill Belichick also has like 1904 Navy football plays that he dusts off every now and then. And the old Newt Rockney, whenever we get back, two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D Sports Animal. So I want to make sure we got this right. We're, we're cold on the restart because you were in here in the studio during the break, Amory. Sorry, I was ranting about Aaron Rodgers. Instead of saving it for the air, how much you hate Aaron Rodgers, you walked into the studio, which is on the other side of the glass. We don't know I still have time. we got plenty of time. And gave me a diatribe <laughs> on how only idiots idolize Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And then you immediately told me how your idol, Kirk Cousins, that's is, not my idol. He's going to beat them in week one on Monday Night Football. No, the Bills are playing the Jets week one. Yeah, the Bills are. I was confident that we're going to beat them. Which we will. Because the Jets are an overrated Who team. is we? Oh, it's... The Buffalo Bills that okay. Jake belongs to. I am a member. It's a mafia up there, and mafia means family. New York's a mafia. They're signing Dalvin Cook. No, the, the New York Jersey. Jets. Jersey is. Oh, the New Jersey Jets are yes. signing Dalvin yeah, Cook. Well, they, they're not, maybe he's he's been um, to their training camp. He was he's at going their, the Jets. He was at their practice on Sunday. Well, then he's part of the team. Well, he wasn't in pads. Just well, like Zeke Elliott, though, it's like, all right, how are they how are they going to pay him with money? Okay, that's why all these running backs want. That's why they left their teams because they weren't getting enough money, or they had no choice. But Ezekiel Elliott did not leave the Cowboys. He was asked to leave the Cowboys. Also, Dalvin Cook was released as well. Both of these guys are like me at the bar at 2 (laughs) a.m. Like, bro. You don't have to go home. But you can't stay here. Cannot stay here. Get out of town. You were talking a little bit about starters getting hurt and backups getting an opportunity. I don't (laughs) think that's the best story. Well, with with (laughs) Indianapolis, it's not. Oh, with Jonathan Taylor right now? Yeah, and Zach Moss, too. Who's Zach Moss? He was uh, drafted by the Buffalo Bills, played at Utah. Uh, he got traded to Indy for, for a running back. Yeah, Naeem Hines, so who's he, also out. Who's also out for the so season. He got hit by a jet ski. So, that's so. <laughs> that's so very accurate. And then uh, now Jonathan Taylor might get put on a a non-injury, uh, unable to perform list. Well, that's the rumor. Yeah, just so Jim Mercy can extend his contract for a whole another year. Just to be petty. Because Jim Ursay had his meeting with Jonathan Taylor, lit a cigarette, looked at him, and she said, just round the dang ball. I don't know where that rumor is coming from, but here's what I do know. If an owner tells you you're worth this amount of money, that's the amount of money that you're worth. Like, waiting? Not going to get you there. We learned that with Le'Veon Bell, and no one, no one learned from him. Well, he ended up making a couple bucks off that couple but then he had no glory you have to quit you have to quit playing 
and then come back. No, just forever. <laughs> that old boy did it today. Sony Michael just quit. Oh yeah. Well, he, he showed, retired. He he showed up Similar. and realized that he didn't want to play for the Rams and was just <laughs> like, I can't do this anymore. And that was the easiest way to get out of that contract. He'll be back. If you're making, what's a real number for a running back? Million bucks. Million bucks a year. Million bucks a year. Yeah. A- about seven fifty to okay a million. You know where else you can get that? Sitting in front of a microphone. What? That's what they will go and do. Podcasts. Oh. Broadcasting. Go do it. Look at LaShawn McCoy. He's killing it. He might be with Shannon Sharp next. Hear that? Shady? And I know what you're saying is true because I see him everywhere now. Telling stories. Uh-huh. All the time. Oh, yeah. And that's he's awesome at it, too. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's really not afraid to make hot takes. I had no idea up until five minutes ago, and he's telling all the stories about what's the name of the corner that went to Miami, played at the University of Illinois. Oh, my God. Eli, Eli Apple. Apple. No. No. Jaylen Ram- not Jalen Ramsey. No. He had like an older brother who played in the league. He just got drafted? No, this is this is when Shady was with the Jets. He Shady was never with the Jets. Oh, I thought he was. Who was yeah. he with? The he Eagles? Was with, Eagles? He was at the Eagles, the yeah. Bills, and so, the Bucks. when he was with the Eagles. So this kid, I'm going to get the name here in a second. I don't Wait, a cornerback that... That what? He just he got traded to Miami from from the Eagles. This is years ago. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Well, well I don't I thought you were trying to transition into rel, relative news like Eli Apple going to the Dolphins cuz Jalen Ramsey is hurt, but Well, we'll get there. Okay. Byron Maxwell? No. Mm. I'll come up with his name. Okay. It's like on the tip of my tongue. It's like a very famous player. That's all I see is Maxwell. All right. Give me a minute. I'll find it. But anyways, the point of the story is whenever <laughs> athletes come out and they start telling back of the house locker room stories publicly, Julian Edelman's doing it right now. He's everywhere right now. You're about to see these dudes sign big TV deals. And you're going to be like, oh, this guy's got fun personality. I saw him on this. He tells good insider stories. I saw him on this. And then they're going to do what? They're going to take jobs at one of the three-letter networks or the four-letter one. And they're going to become shells of their personality. But they're going to get the bag. Well, why do you think they're firing everybody over there? Uh, what do you mean? Because everybody's getting the axe over at the four-letter station. And... Why do I think they are? No, they're, ESPN's clean, cleaning up house because they want to bring on all this new talent of younger players who are I, currently getting the experience of broadcasting through their own podcast, doing other players' pro- podcasts, XYZ, and that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to make a whole new, they're going to have a new. Uh, Vontae Davis is the name of the kid I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, when he cried. That was Indianapolis. Oh, my bad. Yes. And, like, and, he, and, he, what? and he cried and called his grandma when he got oh. traded. He said, What'd you trade me for? And Jim Irsay said, A couple picks. <laughs> Drugs. Jim Irsay is one of the best owners no, in the he NFL. Not. He's so funny. He's funny, but he's not a good owner. Did you see what he did with the golf cart today? Oh, he was driving. No. Her, he was driving around, and there was this guy. It's not a real story. Yes, it is. I promise you. There's a video. Then we got to go to break. You get fooled so bad by the end. And of he that. was he was screaming out to Jim Irsay, "I've never won one of your Twitter giveaways," because Jim Irsay is very active on Twitter and does giveaways. And then Jim Irsay gave the guy two thousand dollars. They didn't get it out of the golf cart. He gave it to a security guard to give to the guy. Signed one of the hundred dollar bills, Jim Irsay, and just gave it to a random fan. Fake news. No. I never story. believe any of those stories. You just, I don't think you believe anything on the internet or any. Me? Yeah. 
I here's what I do now. I've been in this game a long time. And anytime these weird, like stupid, hey, a running back thinks I'm a bad person, all of a sudden there's a story about how I'm so giving and, and philanthropic. Yes, I think it's a lie. Yeah, well, and Jim Mercy probably had something to do with it. The story? Yeah. Yeah, it's a plant. The guy's a plant. That And that power move by Jim Irsay, I respect it's it even more. And I respect is. him for signing the $100 bill. We wrap up the Zeke Elliott talk as you lunatics. And let me get to my point. All NFL first hour. I am here for it. One, two, three. Sitting in the back seat, hugging and a kissing. On Sorry, we'll have a cold start again. I won't come there and rant. Two men on 95.9 FM, the sports animal. You know what I'm going to have for dinner tonight? What's that? Some miso soup. That'd be good. Yeah, it sounds delicious. I'm a big soup guy. Not on a hot day. I'm not a soup guy, honestly, if I'm going to be honest. I mess with it. Did that? Did this song inspire that, Jake? What no, was that so the, random? It was the off-air story. Yeah. I just wanted to make a good, little good inside yeah, joke. Didn't, to didn't, it didn't, good, good to transition not good for, for radio. radio. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Early in Jake's career, he doesn't get it yet. It's okay. 24, man. Got to figure it out. Hey, I'm here. No, I love it. <laughs> Taking the opportunity. Like I was six years in when I was 24. 24 Dang. is when I got my first daily show. I had done a bunch of stuff or whatever, but that was my first daily. Isn't that crazy? I had a pandemic I had to survive first before I okay, could. You and everyone else. <laughs> Zeke Elliott, who played running back at Ohio State. Go Buckeyes. And then got His paid. little midriff. What? He, would, he wears like a midriff. He would wear like a crop top. Okay. He shows his stomach. I am sorry. I thought you were talking about like a pass running pattern or something. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> sorry. The midriff route. His little nose piercing and his little midriff. It was fun that he got all that tax-free money from Dallas for so long. Don't join the Patriots. They're not gonna, you're not going to get a chip. No. The amount of money that you could get with a team that could get the chip. I don't think these team, these running backs care about it that anymore. I think they just want to get paid. He already got paid. He already he, got it. He did make some decent money. He with did Dallas. make decent money, but I'm just saying, I don't think he doesn't have many options. Fred, where else is Zeke Elliott going to go? For the amount of money that he could make, you just take a little bit less, take the minimum, and call the New York Jets. Call the Jets found their running back, Dalvin Cook. Cool, get another one. You need four. They got. They have, Hall, they have, Mark, they have Carter. four. They have Ty Johnson. They yeah, have Ty Michael Johnson. Carter, Brees Hall. Get all of them. Call the Chiefs. Melvin Gordon's got a Super Bowl ring. Like, do those things. Like, don't go to a team that you're not going to win on if you're Ezekiel Elliott and you're past that point because money does not matter. You already made your money. Go get a chip. You get a chip, you're going to make so much more money post-retirement. I don't think he cares about winning a ring. If he cares about money, win a ring. I don't. I, th- I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. I don't think the running backs care about that anymore. They don't care about money or the ring? You the ring. Know, if you only care about money, that's what I'm telling you. Post-playing is where your money's at. Austin Eckler. Well, you should be an agent because yes, these guys, it's ridiculous. And it's not. It, and this is how the game's going to evolve and change. It's just everyone's just going to move around just for money every single year now. 
Yes. It's not going to be fun. I- I'm also a millennial. Well, the NFL is <laughs> literally just looking at what NBA players do, and they're like, I want to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, I want to be able. Hey, Let's h- just one-year contracts left and right. How about you two blind-wearing horses that go down the same path every day? Take those off for a second. This isn't just sports. This is all of the world. There's no reason to have loyalty to any job. Always go get paid. Here's the thing. Money doesn't come in a traditional path anymore. It's about passive income. It's about multiple streams. Go win a chip and then become a broadcaster literally anywhere. If Ezekiel Elliott goes back to Columbus, Ohio, and wants to become the voice of the Ohio State Buckeye pregame, postgame, midgame, <laughs> mid-drift show. With Urban Myers? Yeah, and Kurt Herbstreit? Go! <laughs> That'd be a crazy team. Um, obviously, you're right. Me and Jake have the blinders on because we don't win chips. We just are very loyal yes. people. I just, and I'm loyal to sad teams. Uh, yeah. all, all four of the teams I root for are just well, sad. It's fine. Sports fan is changing, though. Just Sports fan doesn't exist anymore. Betting fan exists. That's yeah. the only thing that matters I don't anymore. know what you're talking about. You two love sports because of betting. If there was no betting, you guys would have grown out of sports like every other kid has that already is done. That is not true. No, I don't think so. Because I, I actually don't bet on my teams. Yeah, the rule number one. You rule can't, number one. Yeah, you cannot bet on your team. club, you don't bet on your team. Today's the I-9 varsity, the I-9 varsity of your stupid rules on betting. Okay. All right, yeah, I have plenty of great. them. I have plenty the, of them. The Jake and Amory. Oh, yeah, Jake, you got to come on my show. I know. We got to figure that out. We'll do that this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Stupid well, rules. before the weekend. On betting. I know how it goes down. I know how it goes down. We'll figure it out. Hey, Marie asked me to be on her show again today, and I was like, oh, cool. What are the details? And she said, eh. (laughs) Well, we want to promote your Duke City Wrestling. August 17th at the Historic El Rey Theater. I think I'm going to have Jake on for weekly locks for football. I I love that. I got the report this morning on ticks. uh, DCCWtickets.com, by the way, if you want to go see my wrestling promotion. I think all the ringsides are gone, guys. It's like that. Can you save me a seat? Is there a bar? There's two bars. We have an upstairs bar and a downstairs bar. Do I have to get tickets if I just want to go to the bar? Amory, thank you for your support and all my endeavors. I will float you tickets to Duke City Championship Wrestling, you cheap son of a gun. I'm actually not cheap son of a gun. I support my friends. I will pay the $5. I probably would buy a ticket and then not come because you know I won't actually show up. That's cold. I would love to come, and I want the opportunity to sing the national anthem. Okay, new Deal. one in your career. Yeah. I want to sing the Deal. national anthem so bad okay. at some sporting event. Amory, what if we opened with you doing an hour? An hour? In in the middle what of the ring. What about like 15 minutes? 15 minutes in the middle of the ring. Yes. And you do this. You go. But then I'd probably leave. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, by the way. Could you do 15 minutes on pro wrestling jokes? Oh, absolutely. I think you could easily. It's just, and by the way, it's family friendly, right? It's absolutely family friendly. But I think you'd really excel because, and I'm saying this with the most love to Duke City Championship Wrestling fan. It's an easily roastable crowd. Oh yeah, and they and <laughs> what I love about those kind of crowds too is yeah. I hate I hate this when I I hate when I'm having a like not a good set, but they're just loyal fans and so happy to be there. They're laughing at you. And yes. you're like and you're like. It's not I, funny. I hate when I'm having these sets, and I'm like, okay, you guys are acting like I'm crushing, and this is terrible. They would roast you back because that's Good. how that's how wrestling fans interact. You know, they bring so what? Oh, they wear like a total divas outfit. Oh yeah. Oh. They would bring signs that would say "A Marie, not for me." Yeah. And then they would hold it up, totally. and they just boycott you. 
But they show up early yeah, to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. They pay money to get in the door to see you to tell you they hate you. And you're like, you're the you you are the thing. No, they're just waiting for me to sing the national anthem. <sighs> I need Can to... you sing? Yeah, oh yeah. The national anthem is my shower song actually. Okay. Can you okay. Do you want some bars? <laughs> Tuning on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Of course, we started our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Don't forget, lunches are over at the 66 Diner. Five o'clock is for New Mexico's Vodka. Tell her Vodka. We've got a big week coming up. We're not at the Albuquerque Duke store tomorrow. They're out of town. We'll be there next week. But we're definitely going to be at Red Door this week. We'll be at ABQ Axe the week after that because you know we like to party. Live from Stove Spark this upcoming Friday. What a banger job. Right? Tune in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.